the definitive guide to holiday-let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Well, it's great today to welcome Katrina Jones to the podcast. Now, Katrina is an award-winning property investor and mentor from London. Now based in York, she founded Kendall Bailey to provide house shares for working professionals and an incredible guaranteed rental and management service for landlords. The experienced Kendall Bailey team, they're 100% dedicated and really committed to providing an exceptional service to their tenants and landlords. And they've got a huge passion for what they do, which you'll hear in Katrina's voice in a few moments. And that ethos of excellence is now being rolled out into providing short-term serviced accommodation for visitors to the beautiful city of York. And now Katrina also runs Kendall Bailey Rent to Rent Academy and Mastermind, and she coaches and teaches others to build a successful and profitable rent to rent business. Hi, Katrina. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks, Elaine. How are you? Really good. Thank you for joining me. Now, today's episode is going to be slightly different to usual because Katrina isn't our usual guest in that her background is in houses of multiple occupation or HMOs. And Kendall Bailey are only just moving into short-term letting. But I really wanted to get her to come and share her story because I know that they already know the key ingredients to success in our industry because it's what Kendall Bailey are built on. And that's mindset and then providing an exceptional service. So I really wanted Katrina to share her story of how she's changed her life, being quite shy and a little bit unsure, which you won't believe when you hear how passionate she is, to truly finding her passion and not being afraid to be all that she is. And most importantly, the mindset it takes to do that. Now, in business, whatever industry you're in, mindset is the foundation of everything. The next layer is the values your business is built upon. And when your business values and ethos are excellent, especially in any service industry, you have got the grounds for success. And Kendall Bailey are built upon mindset and service excellence. And Katrina's here to share her story on what those elements really look like inside a business. Hi, Katrina. Tell us a bit about you and your background and how you ended up in York and on to forming Kendall Bailey. Amazing. Thanks, Elaine, for a lovely introduction. I really appreciate it. Um, and as you know, I did pre-warn you that, <laughs> that the way that I ended up where I am today is not the shortest of stories. So um, to keep it as concise as I can, um, property was something that I never, I never really knew it was a thing. Um, I just thought you either bought a house and lived in it or you rented a house and had never really thought anything else about it. Um, but my journey actually started a long, long time ago um, when I was 19. And I had suffered from a crippling anxiety uh, and social phobia, kind of blended in with the odd panic attack for, for about four and a half years. Um, wow. And it got to the stage where I... I couldn't really leave my house. Um, the job that I did was dependent on not having to interact with other people. Um, I was just, I was so lost and so low. Um, and my mum was quite concerned because <laughs> she didn't really know what was happening to me. And we'd been to the doctor and we'd been to all, all different types of people and the, the homeopath and the herbalist and nothing was working. Um, yeah. And after, after about four and a half years, she, she really did research everything she could. And she found a website uh, called nopanic.com. And 
and at the time it, there wasn't even a CD, wasn't even a thing, I don't think, because she got me a cassette tape. Um, and I listened to this cassette tape overnight. Um, and it was, it was mindset. I believe looking back now, it was probably something in the realms of neurolinguistic programming or, or something like that. But basically it was mindset. Um, and all I can say with my hand on my heart is that when I woke up the next day, my anxiety had gone um, and it was nothing short of a miracle and the, and the cassette had taught me about you know visualization and how your thoughts literally create what what happens in your body and it, it probably sounds quite deep but it was actually really simple and all I did was the techniques that it taught me about you know changing the way that I think and it, it changed the way that I felt and it changed what actually happened in terms of having panic attacks and they really did disappear instantly so I realized that I'd lost four and a half years of my life to to anxiety and, and quite severe social phobia and um, and so within the next week I, I changed my name I sold my car I quit my job I ended a five-year relationship and I booked a one-way ticket to another country and I said to my mum I'm sorry but I've got to I've got to like you know start again and design the life that I really want to um, wow. make up for lost time. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, and, and off I went. And really that that moment was when I thought, wow, if one cassette tape can transform my life like this, what else can I do? Um, and so I really just set out to, to travel and and find out what else was possible and I really decided to just never stop pushing myself and challenging myself and really just becoming the best version of me um, that I could possibly be. So I travelled the world for a year um, on the little savings that I had and I only got halfway and I ran out of money so I got a job in Australia and actually that job was was my first, my first experience into the world of entrepreneurship. So I was working for someone else, but I had the ability to build my own company beneath them. Right. And I did that for five years. And I went from standing on the street and being a 100% commission-based, face-to-face charity sales rep to becoming an international award-winning sales and marketing manager that would be flown around the country and off to New Zealand to to kind of speak at, at different events and build offices and train sales reps, which you can probably imagine coming from where I'd been um, was, again, nothing short of a miracle. And, and wow. the skills that I learned in those five years um, that, that have made building Kendall Bailey so easy and so fun and so simple, um, because those five years were a boot camp for attitude, um, for mindset, for customer service, for self-belief and for all the things that make you a success in business. You know, the business model is a business model and anyone can start a business, but it's it's all those other things that stop you from quitting when it gets tough or enable you to be positive and optimistic when someone else might not be and all of those things that really just make it quite an easy process rather than it being an uphill struggle you know 
Yeah, it sounds like one heck of a journey. <laughs> from from being at that point where you just felt so closed in and not knowing how to to make those next steps in your life to taking off, changing everything within 24 hours and disappearing around the world to then becoming a, not just any type of sales, but 100% commission-based sales and just doing amazingly at it. I, I just find that incredible. And, and like you say, that the mindset is just the key. So how long was it after that five-year period? Was it five years then straight into building Kendall Bailey? What happened next? I, um, what happened next? Wow, something that I really wasn't expecting. I um, I resigned from the company um, uh, that, I was, that I was working for in Australia to start my own business. And I actually went into business with the director I felt ready to be an actual entrepreneur um, so I put in all the time and she put in the money and we went from there but unfortunately two months later or fortunately now when I look back my permanent residency was declined and I had 28 days to leave the country um, oh gosh. yeah so I packed up my apartment and flew back to the UK um, and the short version is my beautiful fiance, Alex Sepatowski, left um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or the female version, Rich Woman Under My Pillow. And I read it, and um, and I only ever got to chapter three because it's all I needed to know. And I said, that's it. I'm going to start my own business. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need to do something. And um, he just found Rob Mark from Progressive Property on YouTube. Um, he was raving about these progressive lads. And uh, we went along to one of their multiple streams of property income events in uh, Manchester at the time. Um, and that was it. We just, I said to Alex, do you know, this is it. Like, I just know this is it. And we need to do every single course they're offering because until we do, how do we know we've picked the right strategy? So let's do that and let's fully educate ourselves. And then let's choose the strategy that we feel is best for each of us individually. Because uh, I like to do my own thing. And then let's go from there. So... That's what we did. So three years ago, last month, um, Kendall Bailey was born and it's just grown from there. That's amazing. Just three years to get to where you are today. So we've been to back to before Kendall Bailey and how your mindset has actually helped you to build that business. What does Kendall Bailey look like today? Tell us exactly what Kendall Bailey does and what your business looks like today amazing okay so um kendall bailey are a very high-end boutique um house share house share agency in york so um the model is rent to rent so we take on a property guarantee the rent to the landlord i'll invest whatever needs to be invested maximum of about four to five grand and and bring it up to scratch now when i say boutique i don't mean the rich I just mean it's really it's a different level to a student property, but it's not as swanky as most people imagine when I talk about it. But it but they are lovely homes. Um, so we currently have our offices in the centre of York. Um, I have an incredible team, an incredible team that um, live and breathe Kendall Bailey. Actually, <laughs> I try and get them to have time off, but they don't really seem to want to. And and they run all of the lettings. Um, they go out and find the properties, negotiate, take them on, do all the refurbs, deal with all the administration, the customer service, um, the finance side of things. Um, 
and just have a, a really powerful and incredible team in place. Um, I just recruited actually last month my first ever company manager, so someone who can really come in and take my place and actually run run the teams day to day so that the business can really grow without me and, and I'll only be needed you know, for an hour or two a week here or there to check everything's on track, which is um, more than a dream come true. And then Kendall Bailey Education is the academy that I run to, to just teach and support um, and educate other property investors on how to um, start a company using the rent to rent strategy and build it successfully, sustainably, um, and just perfectly, you know, with nothing missing. Um, so that's where we are. Amazing. So looking at, I think, what you've just said there about teaching how to do it so that nothing is missed out, so that everything is done brilliantly. I think that's another thing which I, I've noticed about you, and I've listened to quite a few podcasts with you on now. <laughs> so, and I've just noticed it, that, that everything is done so well. And within the rent-to-rent and within the HMOs or houses of multiple occupation, there are different things that have to be adhered to. And there's different rules that you have to stick to. And you really do this on a do it far too well so that you can't possibly do anything wrong basis. Is, would you say that's fair? It's very fair. And there are okay. people that do take the mickey, but I don't care. <laughs> I, no. just, I am a geek and, and I like to be so... Um, so careful and just so spot on with everything that nothing could possibly ever go wrong. Um, it's just, I just think it's the only way to do it. I really do, of course, and I'm sure you agree. And, you know, it's, it's just the only way to go, isn't it? Yeah, most definitely. Now, you see, we've gone through all these different changes that seem to happen so, so quickly, and you've built this business up. How do you continue to, to feed your mind and grow on a personal level on a day-to-day -day basis? This is a very good question, actually. <laughs> um, I find that, actually, I do find that a challenge. I will be really honest. I think that when you, um, when you have a business or you have businesses that you're so passionate about that when you wake up in the morning it's the first thing you think about and when you fall asleep it's on your mind to do anything else sometimes I find a challenge so to actually make the time to do personal development and things like that um I, I have to force myself sometimes but I will listen to uh, my audio programs when I get ready in the morning to come into into work so I'm just listening to Martini, The Gratitude Effect which is incredible at the moment um, and I have a goal of a book a month which I know there are people out there that do a book a day or a book a week <laughs> I'm not there yet um, but I'll read a book a month or listen to an audio a month and just um, just whatever I feel is lacking or kind of um needs to be topped up i guess because it mindset's a muscle just like you know the actual muscles in our body um you know like if i were to go to the gym i would know you know what bit to work out what bit needed the most work so if i feel like i need a bit of a top up on my financial blueprint on my financial mindset then 
I'd, I'd choose a financial book that month. And if it was, you know, my positivity or my attitude that seemed to be dipping or my confidence or something like that, I would really pick something. And, and last month I thought, you know, I really should be more grateful for everything because sometimes I'm always looking ahead and I forget to just stop and breathe and say thank you for everything that's here right now. So that's why I chose the gratitude effect. So there's that. And then at the same time, I will always have multiple uh, mentors and coaches on the go <laughs> um, because I just think that there is always someone out there that knows so much more than you and and not only can you save a huge amount of time and money by um, in the nicest way possible learning from their mistakes <laughs> um, but being held accountable and being pushed and challenged to grow and continue to grow um, is priceless too because when you do the results and, and things just come naturally. Yeah, and that's that's really well said and a great share of the um the gratitude effect. I've not heard of that one, so I will put that on my list too. And mindset is a muscle. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Really well said. So how important is mindset in business, especially in a service business today, would you say? Honestly, and and I don't say this lightly, mindset is everything. It's not a part of it it's really not it's it's everything the way that you think about your goals the way that you start your day the way that you think about your to-do list the way you relate to your customers and your your clients or your landlords or your team um it's all about your attitude and the way that you the way that your mind works the, the way that it's set to to go about what it does um so I would say it's absolutely everything. And from my experience, um, I've coached and mentored hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over the last decade in all different industries from sales all the way up through to property now. And the, the foundation of all of my coaching and mentoring is mindset. Um, an attitude because it really is the foundation and I've I've seen two people take the same strategy um, and they've gone and one person's done incredibly well and the other person may not have have you know got the same results and there's only one thing that, that's different and and that's the person <laughs> and it's not it's not it, it doesn't have anything other than to do with the way that they think about things, the way that they look at things, the decisions they make, the belief that they have in themselves and their strategy and their market. Um, it's just, it's everything. That's all I can really say. Yeah, exceptional. Thank you for sharing that. I, I mean, I really, as I said the, at the beginning when I introduced you, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to, to chat to you because I'm not sure that everybody that starts a business really understands how important this element is or as you say it's everything so let's have a look at the next level which we we said also at the beginning is is service and service is the ethos on which kendall bailey is built so what does that service ethos look inside your look like inside your business so for tenants how do you look after your tenants from a service point of view? Great question. Elaine, I really hope you don't mind, but I'm just going to quickly take a quick step back before we go into the service part, because I'm really aware that there might be people listening, thinking, what are you talking about? <laughs> what is this mindset thing? Like, I don't understand. And 
And I think it's just really important to say that before anyone explained it to me, I didn't know what it was. As a concept, I no one had ever explained it to me. So um, I would just say if there's anybody that thinks, you know, I'm not really sure what, what you're going on about there, you've lost me. Um, there are so many different audios and books and things to just start on your journey. Um, and one of my one of my favourite favourite human beings in the realms of personal development and mindset is Anthony Robbins. So to just Google or YouTube, you know, Anthony Robbins mindset or something like that would be a really great introduction to just kind of have a look um, and have a listen to what to what mindset really is because it's such a powerful thing and it it seems like such a strange weird concept when people haven't really been educated or heard about it before because they think well my mind's just the way my mind is I don't have any control over it the thoughts come and I act and it's my DNA or it's the way I've been brought up or you know it's just who I am um, and it's not true we can we can learn and grow and adapt and change to broaden our mindset and become more open-minded and create more results that we'd never dreamt of so I just thought I'd quickly say that because if we lost anyone I don't want to lose them <laughs> <laughs> no that was really well said and very good point I was rushing away there it's so, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes customer service with tenants um it, the customer service for us really starts with with our landlords um, but then we go through to um, the tenant side of things. Um, now, um, so when it comes to, to the tenants, we just always make sure that people are extremely happy um, and excited about everything. So from the minute that we do a viewing, our viewing process and the bit where we're on the phone, um, everyone's just excited and happy. <laughs> Really, and then when people get to the property, we explain just how incredible our service really is. Um, and then all the way through to when they move in, we'll do um, a bottle of wine. We ask if they'd prefer red, white, or rose. We have new home cards, which we do in, in bundles at a time, and everybody will sign them. Um, we have um, everyone in the office signs them, so they just kind of have a, a welcome in, and then. We just make sure that when we have anything incoming from the tenants that it's dealt with within one working day. Um, and yeah, just anything that comes up, we're there for them. We always make sure that we listen to people and, and understand if there's ever a problem. Um, we would never we would never be kind of confrontational with anyone, which is obviously common sense. But sometimes it's easy for people to want to be defensive when someone approaches them to tell them there's a problem. But we always make sure that we listen and sympathise and just just treat people the way that we would want to be treated. You know, what would make me go, oh, wow, if I walked into a, into a holiday let? You know, what what makes you stand out? What's different? What 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 is that little extra thing? You know, things that to us don't seem like a big deal, like maybe putting some chocolates on somebody's pillow or... Um, or you know, just the, the small things to them is actually, it actually makes a really big difference. So going the extra mile and going above and beyond, it does, it does pay you back. It, it does really make you stand out. Yeah. And, and I'd just like to point out, as, as you did a moment ago, in case we've lost anybody, and 
I don't think actually what you've described for your tenants is anything different to any of our holiday let owners who are listening today. It absolutely translates across every single point you made, how you look after tenants, how you make sure everything is cared for, how you're looking for ways to make them go, wow, and how you're looking for ways to stand out. Every single point that Katrina just made applies to our businesses as well. So let's have a look at the landlord side. How do you look at landlords? Because what you do in the rent to rent, as a, as a reminder, is you approach an existing landlord who's maybe fallen out of love with their, their business, don't really want to manage it themselves. You'll actually take on the property for them, manage it for them. They'll still get their income. You'll make an income too. And how do you look after them from that point of view? Well, <laughs> I'll be honest, Elaine, it's quite funny because... Um, <laughs> because of the level of service we provide, it doesn't take much to wow a landlord. Um, most of the time, one of the only objections that we really get um, is that landlords don't believe what we do when we say that we're going to guarantee your rent for the next three to five years. We're going to invest our own money to make your property look beautiful. We're going to pay for the small maintenance issues. We're going to put in a cleaner and a gardener. And we're going to pay all the bills and we're going to cover all the voids. They just look at me like, are you sure? <laughs> um, so from the from the offset, I think one of the best things and one of the, one of the um, biggest secrets really to providing a great service is to actually provide a great service. You know, what we offer is fantastic. So that alone is brilliant. Um, but then again, to just be really personable with them, like we don't we don't approach landlords like this is our business opportunity and it's black and white and you know here I am in my suit and take it or leave it. If we go for a cup of tea and we'll talk to the landlords and say you know tell me about your property, like why have you got in touch with us? Is there a problem? Are you stressed? You know, are you just looking for another agent? And we'll get into their world and work out why they're looking for someone else, etc. And then really listen to what their problems may be and then deal directly with the problems that they speak about and then tell them afterwards all of the other great things that we can do for them as well. So we can take away their pain straight away. Um, then we, we give them the option. We say, if you'd like to pop around once a week for the next few weeks while we do the refurb, you're welcome to come and you know, have a look at what we're doing. It's your property, or if you want it to be completely hands-free, that's fine, let us know, and, you know, we'll just do our thing for you. Um, and then we send them photos at the end um, in a really nice little collage of the before and afters so they can see what we've done to their investment. Um, and we'll call them every six months to say, you know, we're just checking that you're okay and everything's okay, and we'll send them big bouquets of, of flowers at, at Christmas and things like that, which we put money by all year long, and then we'll always treat our tenants and our landlords at the end of the year. We actually just had um, our summer party last weekend for all of our tenants, and we bring everybody together and we do um, like a, a free glass of Prosecco complimentary when they arrive, and everybody gets to meet everybody from the different houses. So I know that wouldn't really apply to holiday lets, but in terms of landlords, um, the slogan in the office is the landlords are our gold dust <laughs> um, and that that is very true they're they're our everything so we make sure we um we treat them like royalty <laughs> 
That's brilliant. That's brilliant advice because even even if the the getting together of everybody doesn't apply, the the actual decision to really really care for your gold dust is extremely important point. So if we were to to then apply that to our businesses, holiday homeowners, it would be lavishing that care onto our guests and ensuring they just feel important and cared for as they arrive from the second they get in touch with us all the way through to the build-up to coming on their stay and then the follow-up as well yeah so yeah absolutely and and you know things like um you could do things like um special offers like if you come and stay with us before christmas we've got this special offer and, and this kind of discount or you know, you'll get a free little Christmas hamper with your room or, you know, even if it's something little. But there's so many businesses out there that, that try and save every penny and spend as little as they can and make as much as they can that when somebody breaks that mould and says, well, we're giving you this and people are like, what, for free? What do you mean you're giving me this? And it just makes such a difference and people will refer you and people will leave great comments and reviews on wherever you you have your reviews left and they will come back it it really makes a difference and even if all it does is leave them with a great feeling i think to do that to for another person and to know that you've done that like that leaves you just feeling like you've done a great job too absolutely sorry i'm just only pausing for a second as a massive aeroplane went over <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Sorry, it occasionally happens where I am. All right, it's gone. We'll we'll carry on. So I think actually what you've just said there as well reminds me of a quote by, do you know, Maya Angelou? And her quote says, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Absolutely, 110%. Yeah. So I thought that that really... uh, keys into what you said and, and my Angelou she's just a, a very inspirational woman and you know you're you're exactly the same as that which is absolutely amazing now I also mentioned that Kendall Bailey are, are moving into serviced accommodation and you'll be applying the mindset and the incredible service that you offer and just applying it to this element of the business as well can you tell us a bit about your plans here yeah of course so, um, the plan for um, branching out into service accommodation isn't actually for the next 9 to 12 months. Um, so, we're just about to work on pretty much doubling our rent-to-rent portfolio in the next 12 months. Um, and then we're going to have the, um, we're going to open the service department division there. So, um, it's really the first thing that I'll do is dabble. <laughs> so I'll just do a couple on a rent-to-rent basis to to see how it works. Um, how it works in York, which I'm sure will be exceptionally well. Um, however, because I deal with rent-to-rent, um, I'd like to start to purchase more than I currently do. So I'm looking at service departments as more of purchased investments rather than just on a rent-to-rent basis. Um, so yeah, there's nothing massively in stone yet, um, but in about nine to twelve months' time, we'll probably look in. We'll probably look to start taking on one a month and just really see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I can't see it going anything other than brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been chatting to you so far. So, 
when maybe you'll come back and tell us about that when you get up and running in nine or twelve months' time. Be another excuse to have another chat to you, which is great. <laughs> great. So, how how do you think that that listeners can use mindset to improve their holiday-led businesses? I would just say, look, have a look and be really honest with yourself at what part of your business or life doesn't feel like it's working. Like, where would you say if you took a big step back and looked in from an outsider's perspective, what just isn't going as well as you'd love it to? Because for most people, unless they've absolutely mastered what they do, there is an area that will always lack. And unfortunately, the way that humans and life and business works is that when one area is lacking, it will have a knock-on effect. You can't, you can't escape it. So it might be that no matter how hard you work and no matter how much blood, sweat and tears you put in, you never seem to have an abundance of finance. You always seem to either just have enough or you're scraping by or you've always got to borrow at the end of the month. And, and that will affect everything. Um, not to mention your um, <laughs> excitement about things because that kind of thing kind of gets you down. Um, it might be that, there's, that you always find the process of, of clients really tedious and you always seem to end up with people complaining or you always seem to be arguing with your with your clients or your people that come and stay, like what is the area that that isn't that doesn't seem to work? Now I'm not talking about an area that just isn't your strength, as in something you just generally don't love, but you've got it nailed because you have to, and and you can outsource it or leverage it to somebody who that's their strength. Like I'm not talking about what you prefer, but an area where there's there's something maybe missing. Um, and then research and reach out and whether you network or you speak to somebody who who's where you want to be and you say, look, this particular area is getting on my nerves now. <laughs> I've been working the backside off for seven years and I've only gone up profit by X amount and why does this keep happening? And and then just listen to what people recommend you do. And Elaine, I just can't say strongly enough how much I recommend personal development courses. Now, I'm not suggesting anyone becomes a course junkie <laughs> and starts doing a course a month for the next year, but if you find a course that complements an area that you're struggling with, let's just say, for example, finances aren't in abundance, so you read T. Harvecker, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, and you go and do his Millionaire Mind Intensive. Not only will you have, I promise, a ridiculous breakthrough in finances and your financial blueprint, you will meet people that will inspire you and empower you, and I absolutely guarantee they will suggest something to you, whether it be a book or a seminar or an audio, and it just will kick off a journey that will take you into a world and a life that you never dreamt of. When you grow, everything around you changes. Um, and so I would just say, just start the journey, just start and just ask somebody who inspires you, you know, what would you suggest I did? People will be honest with you. People can see <laughs> they're not silly. So if there's an area that, that you're, you know, not doing very well in or that you could do with some support, they will be able to see that and they'll be honest with you and just start. And it, it would be such a fascinating 
fascinating journey. The, the success and the money and the freedom that will come alongside developing who you are as a person and growing as ex and expanding as a person will be, it will be priceless. Like you can't, it's just priceless. Yeah, that's really well said. And a great recommendation again of T. Harbecker, uh, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. I will link that up in the show notes right. because it's well worth reading it or listening to it. However, you consume information like that best. It, it really is a game changer, as Katrina said. Thank you for that. That's great. So how do you think listeners can implement the, the ethos of service uh, that you have implemented and use that to stand out in, in a busy market? I would say that actually the best way to know what needs improving is to take your criticism constructively. So um, I once had a goal that we'd never have any complaints ever. <laughs> And that's not very realistic. And now, although it's very rare, when somebody's unhappy or they complain, it really is an opportunity to grow and to improve that section. So look at the area of your business where people are maybe a little bit dissatisfied or you don't seem to get outstanding feedback in that specific area. Um, and just have a look at how you could really improve it. If that isn't the case and you don't seem to have um, dissatisfied feedback, are you having exceptional feedback? And if not, what could you implement? You know, maybe you could just have a little questionnaire on the bed and just say, if there's anything we could have done to make your state even more special, what could it be? Just, you know, ask the person in an email once they've left or something and just get ideas from the real people that have come to stay with you um, and find out what they would have loved and, and do that. Great point to really listen to the words of the people that are coming to stay. And that can actually be a real game changer. Painful as it might be to accept some of that feedback, you have to put that to one side, put your business head on and go, yeah, I'm in it to serve. And this is what the people that I'm serving want. Yeah. And that's how you stand out. So, yes, really nicely said. Thank you. Now, talking about the different elements of mindset leads us really nicely into oh and the other part where Katrina mentioned that she's just brought on a company manager so she's got a little bit more time on her hands now and with that extra time Katrina has founded Project Inspire which is it's an international event for entrepreneurs and business owners to support them on their the wild journey to success and time and financial freedom so Tell us about Project Inspire, Katrina. Okay, so <laughs> similar to, to, um, to some of the things that I've said before, Project Inspire was born um, because I, I personally went on a mastermind and it, it was in a moment that, it, that I had the realisation. Um, I was really struggling with something. Um, to be honest, I can't even remember what it was, but I remember thinking that there was something wrong with me or something wrong with the business or that I was stupid or that I wasn't cut out to go to the next level. And I said to my mentors, look, this is where I'm at. And they said, well, we've been there too. And, I, and then they started to tell me what to do. And I said, just hold on a minute. Seriously, you've been here. As in, you felt the way I feel now and you've had this exact problem. And they said, of course, it's part business. And I said, so it's not just me, because 
I've started to feel like I'm going crazy with this. And they said, no, it's really not you. Like, for anyone who's honest, who's actually, you know, made a really big success out of their business, they would have been through something similar, if not in this area, in another area. And in that moment, I realised that all of my Facebook and my Instagram and my YouTube channel is great. However, automatically, because I'm a positive person, I'm not going to start moaning on Facebook or <laughs> posting pics of me looking sad after a bad day on Instagram. And I realised that to the outside world, this filter that people see successful people's lives through is not how it is at all. And um, I aspire to, you know, I see things on Instagram, there's people on a yacht here and in a jet there, and I think, oh, that'll be so exciting, but you just don't, you, people don't tell you all the tough times. And it's not because they're not being honest, it's just because to get to, to the kind of level of success where people are going to really aspire to you, you're not going to be the type of person that goes around moaning all the time about having a crappy day. So people tend to just see the good stuff. So I created Project Inspire for some of my biggest inspirations in the country and around the world to be on stage for a day to tell people what it really took for them to get to where they are, how tough it was, what is their biggest nugget that they can possibly give to help someone through the roller coaster, and just being real. You know, there's no selling. They're not trying to upsell you onto a course or anything like that. It literally is just pure honesty, pure inspiration, and just support and empowerment to say, hey, this is how we've done it. Come on, guys. Like, let us show you the way. It's not about business. It's purely about entrepreneurial mindset, the roller coaster journey, how tough it will get at times, how to get through it, and the fact that it's all part and parcel. Um... And then, and then all of the funds raised go off to um, an incredible social enterprise that, that one of my friends has founded globally um, in Australia. So it's it's all about giving back, and um, and that's really what Project Inspire is in a nutshell. Amazing. How can we find out about Project Inspire when the next event is, or at least? get on the email list maybe to, to keep updated about what's happening next. Of course. Well, if you're interested in Project Inspire, which would make me very happy, <laughs> because I promise we'll inspire you lots, um, if you just send me an email and ask to, to be added to the list, I can do that. Also, if you head over to Facebook and just type in Project Inspire, um, you can like our Facebook page. Um, the events in, in the UK are every six months. Um, and we're just planning the next one. So nothing's been announced yet. But if you do like the page, the second we announce, it will be there um, and you'll know about it. Excellent. And I will, of course, link that up in the show notes too, in case nobody has got a pen handy <laughs> when they're, they're hoping to find out. So, yes, we'll make sure that's there. Okay. So you've given us just some amazing information about just your incredible journey. What, what would you say is the best thing for someone new to providing accommodation you know whether we call it a holiday let whether it's serviced accommodation whether it's longer term let and HMO how would you advise someone new to providing accommodation to start out today okay so there's a couple of things that I would say here first of all I would say be very very clear get very clear on why you're doing it 
and then get very clear on where you want to go and why you want to get there. Because having a, a goal um, and a purpose as to why you're getting there will make it so much more fun, it will, it will drive you, it will push you, it will motivate you. Um, so that's really important. Second of all, make sure 110% you are educated by someone in the industry who clearly knows their stuff and can guarantee that when you do their course, there's nothing missing. You don't have to go on the next course to get all the information. You can you can leave their course with everything you need and have some, some sort of support afterwards um, so that you know that you're doing everything right um, and that you've got somebody who can guide you and support you on that journey. Um, and then third of all, I would say, <laughs> I guess it's more in the realms of mindset again, but if you're new to this journey, surround yourself with people as often as you can that have had success on that journey. Um, because for people that don't understand what you're doing or they've never done it before, you're obviously going to have all of your doubting Thomases and your and your negheads that are going to come around and tell you not to not to take a risk or just to get a normal job and just be careful that you don't let that in and that you spend your time with people that say, come on, like, you can do it. Where are you at on the journey? Like, what's the next step? And, you know, this sort of thing, people that are going to encourage you, people that will believe in you, even when you don't believe in yourself, they're the people you need to surround yourself with, the people that lift you higher. Um, otherwise, it will feel like swimming in treacle for most of the time. Really, really well said. Thank you. So start with why, where, how get educated and hang around with people who know what they're doing and who will lift you up yeah do you know i think one of the most beautiful things elaine is is how overwhelmed i've been with just how much people are willing to help me and support me and have helped me and supported me on my journey because i've asked you know i've seen that they've been really successful and i thought who would want to help me <laughs> let alone me <laughs> when you ask people that have really, you know, quote unquote made it and they're doing the thing, um, they love helping. They really do. So ask them. <laughs> yeah, really well said. And you're right. If you do ask, then you'll be amazed at what you can actually find out. And that bringing together of people and minds, that's where real changes happen. Yeah. So. Thank you. Thank you, Katrina, for spending time with us today. You've really given us just incredible insights. The story you share is amazing. And I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Thank you. I've really enjoyed myself too. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Well, are we going to say goodbye for now? Can you tell us the best way that we can get in touch with you? Yeah, of course. It will be my email address, um, which is katrina at kendall-bailey.com. Um, and I, I'm sure you'll write that somewhere for people that think, how do you spell that? <laughs> Of course I will, no worries at all. And I'll, I'll link up to the Kendall Bailey website as well so people can have a look at what you do because there's quite a few photos on there of the, the properties for people who are looking for a bit of inspiration on how to set up a, a holiday home because the elements that are in the properties that Katrina provides, they're, they're actually very translatable across to what we provide as holiday homeowners too. 
So that's another great resource. I'll link up all of the resources that Katrina has very kindly shared today. And if you'd like to speak to Katrina, get on any of her courses, of course, bob across an email to her and she will share that with you. And as Katrina said, any worries about the spelling, don't worry, just head to holidayletsuccess.com forward slash Katrina and you will find the details there. Once again, Katrina, thank you so much for spending time with us today. My pleasure. Thank you again for having me. It was really fun. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.